I have a job for you. Now, normally, under normal conditions, you know, four chuckle fucks pulling a stunt like that, two of you getting caught, sneaking into the maintenance wing, uh, going under quarter arrest, and then busting yourselves out, uh, normally, yeah, you'd get just shot out of the vault real quick. Normally. But Ant's baby. Yeah, well... <laughs> Ant's baby, Max. <laughs> Do you say that in character? No. <laughs> Normally. Now, I don't think I agree with your motives, but maybe that's just because Isaiah's my son. But I can tell the four of you are able to put a plan together and get something done. Does that sound reasonable? Yes... Yes, uh, can I- can I please say something? Uh-huh. Uh, Isaiah is... Uh, a little bitch and a bully. And, okay. uh, you should okay. probably fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's troubled. He used- he used, uh... Use a skeletal enhancer and nearly killed a kid just because of lunch money. I don't He's think troubled. troubled. Troubled is not the right word. Fix your son. <laughs> He's a little bit troubled. Ma'am, I don't think. mentally disturbed. Let's not be mean about it. I would say yeah, troubled maybe isn't. He nearly a killed me. Word, but he hurt some people. Maybe some punishment is in order. Some. Hey, real quick, did He's, we level okay. up? That was Mandy. Uh, oh. You're going to. Oh, okay, okay. This session, I think. Anyway, let's move on from talking about my son, huh? Oh, we're all level there... one yet. Yeah? Uh, we're all level one Okay, right okay, now. just make it uh, At the end of the session, you guys will be leveling up. Well, sort of in the middle of the session. Anyway, there's a job I need you to do. I sent some scouts out last night. Uh, because of a certain radio call we got, and they, there's a robot we need, and as far as we know, that robot might have information about the location of food, like actual food, not like the stuff that you've been eating all your life, real food. Like, like, like green goo? Not, I mean, I'm sure some of it might be green goo, like. What what coleslaw? I think that's like basically green goo. What what what's coleslaw? Guacamole. It's basically green goo. <laughs> Guacamole. Uh, that voice in my head said that. That's weird. Uh, point is, it might have information about the location of food. And as far as we know, I sent some scouts out last night. Three people were dragging the robot, uh, to the east, toward, we believe, toward Dead Horse, right? And, you know, I'll get you a map so you guys can get to Dead Horse. But I have two jobs for you. This is important. One, I need you, all four of you, to beat them to Dead Horse and retrieve the <laughs> robot. Yeah, I know. I, I said the title. That title no, I, I was like, have <laughs> fun. Two, I need you to find out who they are, why they're here. Are they friendly? Are they hostile? I don't know. Uh... We assume they're from Dead Horse, you know, because why else would they be bringing them there? But, I mean, is there any, do you have any questions? Why would they name the town after a dead animal? That's what it's called. <laughs> that is the least satisfactory answer I ever fucking heard, man. <laughs> they called it that. That's just, I mean... It look, was actually named by a dead horse. A dead horse went there, <laughs> decided, I'm going to put a town here, I'm going to name it after myself, died, and then proceeded to name the town <laughs> Dead Horse. And then over time, the space went away, and now it's just one word, Dead Horse. So, wait. So this, uh, so this dead horse decided to come back as a ghost, and then... Name itself Dead Horse so it can name the town after itself Dead Horse. Or did he know he was going to die and decide to change his name to Dead Horse? Or was this Dead Horse named Dead Horse by birth? No, the horse was named Friday. 
Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this wonderful reference. <laughs> it's such a stupid. The horse rode into town on Friday, died, and then left town on Friday. Wait, wait. So, was the horse riding a horse named Friday, or the horse rode itself? <laughs> And then died. And then rode itself out of- How does that work, man? It named the town Dead Horse. It's a dead horse. Life before the bombs dropped must have been something else. I know, there were like all kinds of like mutants before the bombs dropped, and then this is how it works. Oh, thank God everything's normal now. Yeah, everything's normal now. Probably, I think. By the way, why are you sending two teenagers out into the wild to collect a robot? I mean, you guys are 16. <laughs> you guys are basically adults. You can handle yourselves. Hey, I uh, mean, you proved yourselves tonight, last night. Why don't you send out your son, Isaiah? He's practically an adult. Because he's a little shit. I mean, weren't you just saying? Weren't you just talking about how he needs to be punished? better way to punish someone than some good old character building in the nuclear wasteland than by trusting him with the fate of our soon to be new establishment i don't think so okay at least you at least you're admitting that your son is the most irresponsible being in this entire vault i'm gonna keep him on a short leash let's say that not a metaphorical leash though like not like a weird like it's not weird it's just oh so you're actually leashing him okay no, no, I'm not. No, like metaphorical. Like, I thought you just said it was a metaphorical. No, a metaphorical leash. It's not a real. Like that's that's weird and creepy. No, gross. Ew, gross. Who would put another person on a leash? Gross. You know Wait, that's not normal. I don't know. One time. Who are you, and why are you talking directly into my head? Hey, uh, oh no! One time. It. One time, my family. Got really upset. I was like five, and I kept wandering off. So they, they basically just put a rope around my. They just made me hold onto a rope, and I and I wasn't allowed to let go of it. So they wouldn't lose me. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was when we had the group picnic in the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause you kept, cause you kept stealing the other kids' like balls. Yeah, I wanted to play with the balls. Yeah, and they got all wet in the grass. They were wet balls. Yeah. Okay, Max. God, I and, can't. And they keep were starting to sag thing. a little bit because the air was getting out. <laughs> but you kept stealing the balls, and they were all wet. <laughs> Max, I can't fucking keep this like straight. <laughs> I can't continue with this. I'm starting. <laughs> yeah, those balls were pretty wet. <laughs> <laughs> they were sagging. No! Oh my god. They were small enough that you could fit one in each hand. <laughs> they were small. My voice is changing, you know? Like. <laughs> Max, this is. <laughs> Overseer floor is just turning Max, this into. This is not an appropriate time to talk about balls. Uh, Papa Scuff, do you have anything to say about the current situation? Uh, no, I don't. I'm, I'm just down to go, man. I wanna. I'm ready to go and murder. Go explore the wilderness. I think overseer, overseer Flora, uh, she popped out a cigarette earlier, and she, I think she did, and she's now putting it. She's like doing the thing where she smashes it in the ashtray, and she says, "Before you guys, before the four of you head out, I do actually have something to give you all." <gasps> and present? she, yeah, their presents. This, you know, Christmas is. Nowhere near. It's the middle of the summer. Uh, but, you know, I bet in some alternate timeline where they're listening to us talking at the very at this very second, Christmas would be coming up. Hey, uh, Aunt? I bet in a different universe it would be December uh, 8th. 8th. Hey, uh, Aunt, I think I found where Isaiah gets all the crazy. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I think uh, it's what do you mean by that? Uh, no, nothing, nothing. Wait, so you're calling me crazy? I didn't say that. Hey, Scuff! That's me! Yeah, Tyrone pops up behind you and, like, puts his, like, things on his, on, I don't know what they're called, his, like, feelers or whatever on your shoulders, and he's like, 
call her crazy. Feelers? Aren't those called, like, ham? No, it's a cockroach. Well, I can't, I can't argue with you, Dad. Hey, uh, Ms. Overseer, uh, my dad told me to tell you that you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) As they, like, kind of lean up against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you did that. (laughs) I'm so glad you went with it. Okay. Well, of course. So you mean to tell me I'm crazy? I mean, that's what. Where's your dad? Well, he was here a second ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, he he just like kind of like has disappeared. You turn over your shoulder, he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) He was just there. Yeah, right over there. But you know, he's busy doing stuff. (laughs) Dad stuff. Uh, yeah. So I think she sort of she gets up. She stands up from the chair. It's like a rolling chair she slides it back and under the desk she pulls out this like metal crate uh filled with i mean not filled but there are some weapons in there and i mean basically this is just going to be where you guys are all getting all the weapons on your character sheets but for the sake of the audience what do you pull out of this crate she says i got some weapons in here uh just for the road what do you guys all take I got. And by that I mean, what do you have on the character sheet? I got a security baton and a fucking gun. So, what kind of gun is? It? It's a ten millimeter, right? A ten millimeter. All right. And it's probably the one person you should not trust with a gun because I don't think they have active like gun safety classes in this vault. So she's probably gonna like do something really stupid, like try to look right into the barrel or something. Dude, what the fuck? What? Looking at my character sheet, and I I I wrote something down. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm just going to erase it, and then you'll be like, "Hey, don't you have that one thing?" And I'll be like, "Oh shit, that's what that was." Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mandy actually grabs a laser pistol <laughs> from the crate, and she starts inspecting it, and she's like, "Where did you find this?" Uh, and the overseer just, like, looks at her and shrugs, and she just says, ah, I didn't find them. Like, some of the maintenance guys found them. Um, and Howard pulls out a 10 millimeter like you, uh, and, and... Hey, gun buddies! And I'm gonna basically try to fucking, like, like, we toast with his gun. Gu- we're not gun buddies, no. Uh-huh. No. No. Well, what about regular buddies? <laughs> Regular, no. <laughs> Not really. Oh. Gun acquaintances? Mandy, Ma- <laughs> Mandy, like, Mandy, like, uh, walks up to you and she says, Shh, it's okay, it's okay, and she hugs you. <laughs> and she, like, glares, she, like, glares at Howard, like, I'm gonna kind of poke around in the box and, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, I got any chems? Hey, bum bum bum, got any <laughs> chems? Why would I have drugs I mean, in this weapons crate? I don't know. I'm just asking, you know. Uh, Maybe you should be a bit more uh, discreet about your desire for chems. Well, maybe you should be more discreet on... Giving out chems to people who ask. I, need... I don't know what you're talking about. I want I've never chems. done that in my life. Well, I want uh, chems. Isn't that right, Mandy? I've never done that in my life. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not bailing you out of this yeah, one, Howard. Okay. Well, I uh, I don't, I don't, I don't have uh, nothing in here is looking at my fancy. Just, just take it here. I'm gonna, like shove the box. All I need is big scuff. All I need is big scuff and these three instances of jet that I have tucked in my back pocket. Would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> what well, um You're not supposed to have that. Well <laughs> I do, and it's mine. If you want some, you're gonna have to pay me for them. Well, you know what? If you can get the job done, I'll let you keep them. How's that? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't, like, gonna just give them to you. But, yeah, okay, you know, I'm good with that. I'm down with that. Let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't just gonna give them to you. <laughs> totally misunderstanding the authority here. I love it. Uh, 
All right, so you guys all pull out that, and she says, all right, and one last thing. Uh, since you guys are going to be leaving the camp we're going to be setting up, I have a couple things that I'm going to give each of you. And she reaches into a drawer under the desk. It's a very, it's like one of those really deep ones, you know? Mm-hmm. And she slides it open, and she says, yeah, come here. And she kind of wags you all over with a finger. Hmm. That sounds like we're going to be shoved into a drawer and stuff like it. It's, a, it's not that. It's like a foot deep, maybe. I know. Ant's going to come over and you go, go look in the drawer. Inside of the drawer, you see it's like a long um, rectangular screen, almost, with some dials on it. Uh, and it has like a strap to wrap around your arm. And oh, the overseer says... In this drawer, I have four Pip-Boy 6900s. Holy shit. I don't know what those are. They're Pip-Boy 6900s, of course. I seriously... So essentially, these are personal computers. Uh, And she pulls one out of the drawer, and she says, Aunt, can you hold up your left arm? Okay. She holds up her left arm. Actually, hold up your non-dominant arm. Uh, She holds up her right arm. Wait, did you call it a 69,000? 6,900. 6,900. That's what I I said. Yeah, 69. Yeah, that was the joke. (laughs) That's what I said. So (laughs) you're correct. (laughs) Overseer Flora, uh, she wraps it around your right arm, and it fits perfectly. I mean, it doesn't hurt. You can barely feel the weight of it. Uh, She wraps it around your right arm, pulls the buckle, and it just kind of snaps on. And... It springs to life. You see, like, almost like a little menu, uh, does, and it displays all of the items you just picked up on it. Does this have any games on it? So not. You might have to go find those. <laughs> you find games. Doesn't even have like Snake installed on it, or it's got Fallout seventy six. <laughs> oh no, that's just useless. I mean, what? What? Kind that's of... useless. <laughs> Uh, no, you might have to find some games somewhere out in the wild. Uh, it's basically a personal computer. I mean, it does item management. It has a map on it. It has radio in it. Uh, health management. There's all sorts of stuff that's very going to be very useful for you out in the wilderness. And she gives one to each of you in the room. I put it on my arm. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't put it on your leg. <laughs> To use it as a fucking house arrest. <laughs> what do you think Papa Scuff is, an idiot? Uh, Overseer Flora, I think I done made a mistake. <laughs> it's on my fucking neck. I used it as a joker <laughs> No, weren't we just talking about how leashes on people is weird? <laughs> Not to kink shame or anything. No, you, you just put it on your arm, right? Yeah, no, this is on my arm. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's about it. So do you guys, uh, in a little bit, we're going to get everyone out of this vault. After that, uh, you guys will probably have until about noon to collect yourselves at Camp Barrow and, you know, explore the ruins a little bit. But then after that, you guys are going to leave and head to the east. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How likely is it that we're going to die? Uh... I mean, with the weapons I gave you, that risk will go down, but... I mean, you gotta understand, going out onto the North Slope... I mean, going out into the wasteland, it's gonna be hard for everyone. It's something we gotta do. Okay. Anything else? (laughs) Alright, then. Let's guide everyone toward the door. For the past, like, hour or so, uh, these people who have sort of taken you have been dragging you uh, across the ruins of a town... Uh, the sun is out, uh, I mean, 
out, you know, it's still wet, but the sun is peeking out from behind the clouds, snow is falling, but there you have been dragging you across this town. What have you been doing while they've been dragging you? Have you been, like, scanning through your drives or anything? They, so they're, like, forcibly dragging me? Uh, I mean, they, yeah, they're they're carrying you. Uh, and you don't really know... Oh, am I not, like, floating or whatever? Uh, I imagine... I mean, I'd say, you know, if you were willing to go cooperatively, they would have let you. Yeah, I, I'm willing to cooperate. Then, yeah, you would be, like, floating alongside next to them, but you're floating or walking or whatever it is that... Okay. Actually, now I now I want to check. What? How does a Mr. Handy... Well, from the pictures I've seen, it seems like they just, they're, like, sort of jet-propelled. Yeah, so what have you been doing in that I time? I guess just trying to remember anything. Do I remember so like, anything? So, I mean, I would imagine trying to remember would pertain to, like, scanning through your drives, right? Yeah. All right, um, I guess you could... Find whatever this information is they're looking for? You could probably roll and fuck where are my dice um just a perception save i guess so that's the percentile thing again yeah the two dice 71 do i add anything to that you add your perception save and your skills 71 plus 18 all right so that yeah an 89 that's a good roll um so with an 89 you scan through your c drive right that's just your main drive okay um it's largely empty actually um i mean it has your operating system in it and Hmm. just like it pretty much has your operating system you know like the equivalent of a windows or a system 32 folder basically has that uh and then you kind of it's strange you see one file kind of just sitting there in the top level folder, uh, the C folder. Okay. Uh, and that file is titled Marcus-2.vscf. Hmm. All right. I want to look in that folder. Uh, so that's not a folder. That's just that's a single file. Oh. Just sitting there in the top level folder. It's not particularly what? big. I mean, it's the biggest file on... What's the file you... extension? <laughs> .vscf. .vscf. So is that, is that something I can run? Uh, I guess I'll try to run it? You're not able to run it with anything on your operating system. Okay. Uh, all you know is that it's titled Marcus-2. Uh, and it you can tell that it's the biggest file on your drive, but it's not, like, huge, right? It is the biggest file on your drive. I guess um, for now, I'm just going to assume that's my name. All right. Yeah. You can go ahead and assume, you know, write Marcus on your character sheet or whatever. Um, Marcus you, question mark? That works. Uh, you also, you're able to dig up a few log files. I mean, a, there's a whole bunch of log files and it's just information about like crash reports and stuff like that. But you notice a lot of these log files reference... A drive that you can't find. An E drive. A missing E drive. Hmm. You know, it, it'll list folders um, just pertaining to... Usually they're dated, right? Um, usually like date-based folders uh, by, say, by month. Uh, by month of each year. And they all seem to be in this missing E drive, which you can't access. Hmm. Uh, other than that, there's not really much going on in your uh in your file system all right so what's happening in the real world while this is going on uh so these three uh i forget did i tell you what they were called like their group name was i don't think so uh these three men are leading you to you see it off in the edge there's like a little camp, uh, kind of right on the outskirts of this uh, used-to-be town. Um, it's like a few tents, uh, three bobsleds headed by... Uh, there are these... They look like wolves, right? They're very large, though. Uh, and they have like these twisted, mangled teeth. 
and very large threatening claws but they're kind of just lying there kind of taking naps in front of these bobsleds uh one of them's fucking licking its crotch disgusting (laughs) uh (laughs) fucking animal fucking animals and then there's like a little uh campfire set up it's not on it's not on (laughs) it's not um it's not lit (laughs) (laughs) the fire's not on how do i I turn on i got you (laughs) it's like one of those boomer comics (laughs) this fire isn't on uh it's not lit uh but it's just like a ring of rocks and like some logs uh and then there's like a few portable benches around that uh and there are uh say five or six people sitting on these benches just kind of chatting and they all look up at you uh and wave at the other people there who are leading you okay uh i think um the highest ranked member of the group who was leading you he waves at them and says oh have you guys finished your searches and the other guys kind of wave back and nod and they said yeah we actually uh finished this 24 pack or we actually finished nope we found this 24 pack in one of the houses uh and some jet but uh (laughs) since your birthday is this weekend why don't you have one and they kind of like toss one over to the guy I probably shouldn't be drinking. We need to be focused for the journey back. Uh, And he tosses the beer back to the guys there. And I guess I'm going to ask the people dragging me around. So, um, what's going to happen next? He says, I mean, we're going to have to head. We're going to wait for the rest of us to group up and we're going to head out. Probably be a couple hours before everyone comes back. Uh, And one of the other guys sitting around the fire says, "Uh, but if we wait, I mean, the guys at Dead Horse are probably just going to take the beer when we get back and then you won't have anything for your birthday. And he kind of just, like, sighs, and he's like, can we talk about this in a little bit? Sure. Look, I mean, we could just hide it, smuggle it into town, mix it in with some of Jin's hot chocolate. Uh, and a couple of the guys around this, uh, the campfire just start laughing. One of them looks up at you and says, you have a name? Oh, uh, I'm Marcus. Marcus? The guy who was tossed a beer, he looks at you and says... It's not what you said earlier, but all right. Uh, I guess we'll probably be a while before we get back to Dead Horse. So might as well introduce myself. I'm Lieutenant Chen. And he holds out a hand. And then he realizes... <laughs> you don't really have... <laughs> you I think have... I, I have, like, weird little claw-grabby things. Yeah, he holds out a hand and he's like, Uh, hi. I guess I, uh... Colon, close parenthesis. Hold out a hand and shake it. All right, yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Here, why don't we sit by the fire with the rest of these guys? Why don't you guys get that lid? It's freezing. Uh, and one of the under, like, one of the subordinates says, yes, sir, right away. Uh, and they head into the tent real quick and grab some gear and light the fire real quick. So is there anything you want to, like, ask now that they're in a more chatty mood? Um, No. <laughs> no? I, I honestly can't think of anything. You know, I haven't even seen any other par- uh, any other search parties, uh, one of the subordinates says to Lieutenant Chen. And he says, who knows if we'll even be able to leave today. I think you should have the beer. And Lieutenant Chen looks over at you and says, well, we got a robot here. Why don't we let the robot decide? <laughs> what do you think? Should I have the beer? Hmm. Let me generate a random number to decide whether or not you should have that beer. All right, yeah. If it's odd, no beer. If it's even, beer. That sounds fair. It's odd. Wait, is that no beer or is that beer? I say no beer. All right. And the Lieutenant Chen kind of smiles back at them and smirks. What the robot says goes. No beer. Uh, And the subordinates kind of shrug themselves and they kind of pocket the beer. I was like, I'll save that for later. (laughs) <laughs> or I guess they put it in like a little bag. I mean, they all have backpacks. It's a long journey. Well, I mean, we found this radio in town also, so we'll see if they're playing any music from Dead Horse, huh? And Lieutenant Chen nods and says, yeah, sure. So they boot up the radio. It's like an old, um, you know, like those old radios. It's like a wood box one. All right. It's like a wood polish on it. Um, like very metallic uh, dials on it. And they sort of fiddle with the dial for a little bit 
till they get a frequency. It's very staticky. Um, but after a minute, it picks up a signal. Oh. That last song was called Hit Me Up by Roger Stevens. In a bit, we're going to play another Roger Stevens song, but first things first, uh, people of Dead Horse, you may want to be careful. There have been reports a little bit down south of a very large mutant polar bear attacking some of the villages down there. So uh, I recommend you stay inside when night comes. Uh, For now, here is a song by Roger Stevens. This is Let Me See. And... You know, the song kicks in. It's a very nice guitar song. Everybody there just kind of starts laughing and talking about stuff. They break out into conversation. Uh, And you can tell, I mean, these are people that have been around each other for a very long time. I want to go to town I want to be where the history goes down I want to be right where the people are today Where did the people used to live? Where did my family used to be? Oh God, you just don't know what I'd give If you'd just let me see Please God, let me see All that history, it's just so far away Oh, what I would give just to see for a day I'd kill a man And then I'd die myself If only I can For once see someone else Please let me see Please God let me see All that history Please God let me be Please God let me see I gotta go meet up with my parents, my family Oh, I was, I was, I was hoping you were just gonna go and for like have you like f- forget about that, and then I was just gonna mention it like five minutes after we've left and continued on with this. <laughs> Be like, hey, don't you have parents? <laughs> My parents? Oh no! Like, like a fucking Pokemon adventure. Like, hey, you should probably talk to your mom. Like a Pokemon adventure bullshit. New quest: talk to your mother. <laughs> objective: survive. <laughs> Call your mom. She misses you. She can't speak though. <laughs> She's still mute. <laughs> No, so you guys are led down, like, the security guys are back. They lead you guys down uh, toward the door to, like, to the big open vault door, right? Um, uh, Mr. Smith, I mean, the Smiths are there, right? Is there anything you guys want to say, you want to say to them? Hi! I'm gonna wave. Where were you at? Oh, I think the overseer wants to talk to us. We're going on a dangerous death, mi- death mission. What? You you should if you have a problem with it you should probably go take it up with her. 
No, what are you doing? Going on a dangerous death mission. You... Okay, where are you going? <laughs> well, we're going to Dead Horse. You're, you're going to... You're not fucking going to Dead Horse, and you're not. No, you're going to stay in Camp Barrow with the two of us. And we're going to do what everyone else is doing. You're not leaving. Well, You're not hey, going to Dead Hold Horse. on. Hold on. I have something to say here. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Mr. Uh, insert last name here. Smith. 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 It's That's not, it's, it. It's Smith. Smith. Like the, the last name of last names. <laughs> All right. Smith. The holy grail of last names, Here. Smith. Don't worry, I'm going with, and I I can handle myself. And now, if you do get worried, if you look up, before you leave the vault, if you look up in the air vent, I left a Cheeto up there for you. <laughs> <laughs> the pinnacle of You have to come up with a knockoff name. Sorry, no, we, we have to stop the, po- stop the podcast. All right, what are Cheetos called? Oh. <laughs> I I think I like puffy cheese nuts. I, I left the nondescript generic brand cheese puff up in the... I, <laughs> I'm trying I to like think of like an of animal cheese pun. Nuts. Cheese, cheese nuts. nuts. So it's like Cheetos, it could be like... I left the cheese I like nut cheese nuts. Lion balls. <laughs> I, you like cheese cock and balls? <laughs> I left the cheese nut up in the... the the air van. <laughs> I like a che- cheese nut. Cheese nut. I like a the cheese nut. Uh, the least no, that makes it worse, actually. Well, uh, Mr. Scuff, that does not make me feel more comfortable with this situation. Where's the overseer? Uh, she uh, should still be in her office, I think. <sighs> Alright, Mr. Smith, and uh, the overseer walks up behind you guys and sort of pushes her way through. I mean, gently, she isn't like mean about it, but she pushes her way through and she says, Listen, Mr. Smith, I understand that you are concerned, but this is going to be dangerous for everybody. The most important thing we need to do is make connections with any other people that are out there, right? We need to establish alliances, establish ourselves as a community. We, make we can't friends. just sit Yeah, we can't just sit in our camp and not talk to anybody. That's not going to that's not going to cut it. And last night, I don't know if you know this, but Aunt and her friends they all snuck out of their damn rooms and did all kinds of crazy shit. And they pulled all of it off. I mean, they put together a plan over the course of a day and they f- pretty much flawlessly executed it. And it's just now sitting there a little tense, like, I didn't tell my dad that. I just told him I went down. Mr. Smith definitely looks at you. <laughs> definitely looks at you. What did you do last night? cried myself to sleep. <laughs> uh, do you know the overseer's son? I do. Well, I tried to beat him up. Tried to beat him up. Did we... I forget if we did talk about this. I think we might have. We might have. I think I think it was more like Isaiah... <laughs> I think her horrible lie was Isaiah came into the room to beat her up. The guards kind of came into the room, but anyway. Didn't Mr. Smith see your black eye? He did. I think so. No. Down? Yeah, I just, I went down. Where were you going down? Down. No, down. Anyway, we're not going to repeat the bit. Um, Mr. Smith looks at the overseer and says, All right, she can go, but... And he puts his finger up like, you know, like a one... After this, after this little expedition of yours, Overseer, she's coming back to Camp Barrow. Alright? And he looks down at you. And he says, Aunt, don't get yourself killed. I'd rather not be dead. I would definitely, that seems like a very obvious thing. I would rather not be dead. I, yeah, I mean, the air is very tense, like, you can feel it. I um, I just want to point out because we kind of forgot uh, the Smiths do have a son. He's unnamed and never popped up until now, but we kind of just said only the two of them. Like, no, there, there's a third in there. Yeah, there's a that is true. A Hold third on, that I we don't care. Him. 
A third we don't care I for. I haven't named him, but maybe I'll have him show up right now. Uh, is he older his, or younger? His name is... His name is Ken, named after Ken4656 on iTunes for the review. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, and I forgot he... Oh, yeah, doesn't he have, like, a wife and kids or something? That's why it's the two uh, of them. I think he has out. his own family. Yeah, he uh, moved out. Let me find... I know I have the guy's full name somewhere, so I can credit him properly. It is somewhere. Uh, I... You know what? I will credit him fully. Ken, thank you. I will credit you fully in the end of the episode. Um... Anyway, named after Ken on iTunes and on Twitter. Thank you very much. Uh, Ken, the son of the Smiths, walks up next to you. He kind of towers over you, right? He's like six foot something something. He's pretty tall. My goodness. Uh, five foot eleven versus six foot tall. <laughs> five foot eleven, six foot, and it's like the urinal on top of the other that says <laughs> men, boys. <laughs> <laughs> He walks up and starts talking to the Smiths, and they kind of peel off and start chatting. Uh, everybody's, I mean, like everybody's here. Everyone in the vault is here at the entrance now. Wait, I'm gonna um, turn to. I'm gonna turn to Mandy. Uh, do you still have the walkie-talkie? Oh shoot. Um, I do. I have mine, but didn't yours get confiscated? Oh yeah, the Miss Overseer. Do you know where? Yeah. Do you and know where, wa- wa- where the other half of this walkie-talkie is? Other? Did it get split in half? No, no, I... no. I mean, uh, like you know, there's two of them, so you could talk to each other, and uh, and uh, so we, the other one was confiscated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back in a couple minutes. I'll go get that. Yeah. Uh, do you know which one of them confiscated it? Was one of the vault security guys? I think it was one of the vault security. All right, yeah. I'll go grab it from one of them. Uh, You guys just stay put. And she walks off uh, to go figure that out. Uh, Yeah, I mean, so is there any last things you guys want to talk about before things get rolling? Well, what I'm going to do is once I get the walkie-talkie, I'm going to give it to the Smiths. Something oh. so it's yeah. So we have one half and they have the other. So not only can we stay in contact with the rest of the camp, you know, like the overseer and stuff, but Aunt can, you know, reassure her family, hey, I'm alive. That's interesting. That's not at all what I thought you guys were gonna do with that. No, I I legit just thought of that. I was like, hey, not only can we talk to the rest of the camp, okay, like the overseer, but we could also but Aunt can also just talk to her family. And hey, that also means that Mandy can talk to her dad. You know, the one that was critically stabbed by someone. Speaking of, uh, he is being kind of rolled out on like a gurney now. Uh, and he kind of rolls up next to Mandy. She kind of tells him what's going on about the expedition and... He's a lot calmer than Mr. Smith was about it. I mean, he doesn't approve of it, but he's like, well, I mean, everyone's no. going to be in danger, so. It's not like I can stop you. I'm going to. Because I got stabbed. What am I going to do? Physically overpower you? No, I don't think I'm so. I'm going to smile and wave at Mandy's father. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> he, like, stares at you, glares at you. You can, you can see his glare cutting through your soul. I am now dead. And then dead. he like nods his head at the guy pushing him, and he pushes him away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Justin Carey will remember that. <laughs> uh, the overseer comes back with the walkie-talkie and hands it to you guys. She says, "Yep, I got it." I'm gonna turn her around, and I'm gonna hand it over to Ken, and I'm gonna be like. Hey, keep uh keep this with you guys because not only uh not only can uh can I talk to talk to you guys when I'm gone, let you know I'm safe, but uh but we could all reach we could all reach the camp and tell everyone if there's any big news like food and stuff. You know, communication. He, he takes it and he says, "Oh, that works. Thank you." God, his voice is so deep. Holy shit. Oh, uh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. Mr. Obama! <laughs> what? <laughs> it sounds like 
whenever you try doing an Obama impression. Oh, uh, hello. My name is Barack Obama. What's Obama's last name? The second. <laughs> My father was also named Barack Obama. The second. The second. <laughs> Barack Obama the second junior. I am Barack Obama the second junior. And I was the 44th president of the United States. I gotta be the fucking cry. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for insulting Ken's horribly deep voice. Oh, was that an insult? I thought you were just saying it was very deep. It's not much of an insult, but I'm scared I might have been insulting. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, the intercom clicks on with a buzz of sound squeaking and creaking out like metal bars scraping against each other. Everyone, please stay behind the yellow line, the voice of Timothy says. The crowd of people steps back, their hearts all beating in their chests in unison, finally reaching this day they have waited over a hundred years for. Every one of them has their pictures of what lies outside. A cold wasteland, empty and abandoned, land sprawling out for miles, an army of wastelanders ready to conquer the vault dwellers, a horde of mutated beasts. In just a few moments, any of their expectations could be shattered. Metal groans as locks thunk and clink away, the vault door slowly spinning. A rush of cold air bursts in, everyone closing their eyes as timid white light pokes its way into the vault through the crack. Several vault dwellers put on their coats, backing away from the door, while others rush towards it, only to be pushed gently back by vault security. As the door creaks and groans, it spins the rest of the way open, the first view of outside you have ever seen in your life. It is nothing like you read about in the books. An ocean of ice sprawls out before you, cracks through its dark water peaks. A shattered mess of wood and metal hides under the ice, poking straight out from the shoreline. Ships lie on the ground, toppled with metal shipping containers that were once red and green and blue and yellow, now all stained the same gray color. The door lurches to a stop. Vault security stands completely still as the intercom sparks to life again. Please exit the vault in an orderly fashion. They said Alaska was so cold. They said to live there you gotta be oh so bold. They never knew just what we had till it was gone. Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? Alaska, where'd you go? Alaska, where did you go? Alaska, where'd you go? Why'd you go away? They said Alaska must be cold. They said to live there you must be oh so bold. They never knew. Just what we had till it was gone. gone. Hey everybody, this is your overseer Max here. I wanted to thank you, as always, for listening to this episode. This is the second episode of our second arc, Beat Him to Dead Horse. Things are finally getting rolling, right? Everyone's getting out of the vault now. Uh, They got a job to do. Um, this episode we kind of pushed out in a hurry, right? I mean, we only recorded this on the 8th of December, and this is going out tomorrow, actually in like 12 and a half hours, so I was really busting my ass to get this one edited. I'm, I think it went pretty well, um, you know, about as well as you would expect, right? Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at FalloutSOTN on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. I don't know if you know that, but we have a Twitter, it's on Twitter. Um, if you tweet at us or mention us or use the hashtags fallout SOTN or hashtag survivors of the North, you might possibly get on the show. You can also do that. Um, sorry, not get on the show. You might possibly get a character or a place named after you on the show. Uh, speaking of which we had one of those today, which was Ken Vig, I think V I G U E. I think it's Vig. It might be Vigay or something. Uh, but he is actually, he actually has his own podcast, um, Chad, a Fallout 76 story, I think it's called. 
uh i get i listened to a couple episodes i definitely intend to listen to more uh go check it out um it's very much i mean it's very self-aware of fallout 76 and some of the jokes that go on there um very good show i would recommend listening to it uh but thank you so much for the review on itunes we got a couple more um character names probably coming up in the next episode or two uh not not necessarily character names but a couple more names from itunes reviews coming up in the next episode or two probably we'll see they're not they're not a guarantee that we'll see those instances but they are there um we're also on spotify now i know i mentioned this just a few episodes but we are on spotify uh you can find us there uh we've started we've added the links to the descriptions now if you follow us on twitter hint hint you would already know that we are on spotify so there's that uh i think last time or maybe for episode five i threw out the possibility that there might be an episode on christmas as well as on the 27th that's not gonna happen uh reason being we are not ahead on recording anymore we were ahead on recording and then we didn't so now we're not uh but we will have an episode on the 27th and that will be the last episode for 2019 the next episode after that will be january 10th of course so we're really excited to be finishing out this year strong i mean we only launched in october but we've been keeping a strong schedule uh in terms of at least releasing the episodes and hopefully we can get ourselves ahead again relatively soon especially since i'm gonna have more time over the next couple of weeks once my semester ends uh last thing you can review us on itunes or stitcher uh i don't know if you can review on spotify or google play but if you review us on iTunes, it helps so, so much. And plus, I mean, I go check iTunes. I see another five-star review with, like, three paragraphs of how much someone loves this show. And I'm like, oh, my God, people like the show. People want to listen to the show. And, excuse me, that is very encouraging for all of us. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for being supportive. Thank you for being here. Uh, oh, one last thing. I, as always, got to shout out the people over at r slash VNV. You know the drill by now, but these are the guys who make this game a thing, who make Vaults and Vertebras a thing, who have put so much work into it, have been very supportive of this podcast going on. Uh, so shout out, as always, to those people over there. They have a Discord server now, actually, which is a good place to ask questions and get answers fairly quickly. Um, yeah, that is about it. Sorry for this one being a bit short. Uh, the last couple have been a bit short, but, you know, expect about 50 minutes. Sometimes we'll get longer, but thank you. Next episode is on the 27th. Overseer out. I just remembered my little call tag from the last episode. Bye.